Hello, cryptid-loving listeners. As a friendly reminder from us here at the Don't Touch My Sasquatch podcast, we frequently make crude jokes, sprinkle our sentences with naughty words, and discuss mature content. Most of which may not be appropriate for all age groups. Listener discretion is advised. Now please enjoy. Fatu is the fastest runner in his <laughs> Was the fastest runner in town. <laughs> Rest in peace, Fatu. Uh, Kevin, Kevin, you're up. <laughs> Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then the next guy's Kevin. <laughs> Batu and Kevin. The Adventures of Batu and Kevin, the Runners. We're going squatching. We're going squatching, bitches. Welcome back, Lennon, and welcome back, listeners, to Don't Touch My Sasquatch Podcast. We are your host. I am Joshua. And I continue to be Lennon. And we explore controversial topics with energy and a good laugh. We're two guys that have a love and passion for these topics, things that you may have heard of but do not know the full stories of yet. We're here to tell you those stories, share our opinions, and let you come to your own conclusions. We'll do the research so that you don't have to. Keep in mind... And keep your minds open to the possibilities that things, they may not be as they appear all the time, but could it be? Growing up, Lennon and I loved watching the History Channel series Ancient Aliens. Mm-hmm. Because of this, we decided to dedicate every episode on the nines to properly honor our past. I don't think I did that right. Anyways, I don't know. <laughs> we each pick a different episode to discuss what happened in said episode. Yes, we do. This week, Lennon discusses ancient structures all over the globe and the unexplained means in which they were created. What forgotten technology was used to create these structures and what were their purpose? And I will be discussing who really influenced the Mayan culture, fitting for this episode, and what clues have been found in their statues to prove this. So, hop on your transport ships and wave hi to Giorgio as we discuss Ancient Aliens, Volume 6. Volume 6, all the way to Episode 59. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yes? Yes. Sorry. Definitely. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, I picked this one. I'm not going to lie to you because you just came back from old Chichen Itza. I did. I went to Chichen Itza. Yeah. I got... That cool Mayan calendar. 100% of podcasts has been to Chichen Itza. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we have. Uh, so what was your highlight of that trip? I Not the honeymoon it. yet, just the trip. Just the trip to Chichen Itza. Yes, sir. Um, okay, seeing uh Khan on the snake down the steps, that was cool as fuck. Right. I would really love to have seen, you know, on the solstice, the one it finally does its thing. I, uh, I don't want to bust your bubble here. You would have just had to go on June 21st. No, I know. I was upset. Oh, okay. No, wait, hold on a second. Time out, time out, time out. Time Every solstice. Time out. Time out. I did go on June 21st. Okay. That was coincidentally the day that we picked to go was June 21st. Wasn't on purpose, though. No. Oh, okay. But they were talking to us about it. Um, And I thought, it, I didn't think it was June 21st that I did it. Oh, I thought it was every solstice, but I probably am wrong. June 21st is the solstice? I know. I thought it was every solstice. That was a question. Oh. Maybe it isn't. Isn't it, though? 
Oh shit! Fact check. A little research, real quick. Magic man, tell us the date. Summer solstice, June twenty first, oh. and Mark and Star summer, and December twenty first, shortest day of the year. Okay, so hear we hear me out again. I'm hearing. Uh, you we out. did go on June twenty first, <laughs> the solstice, but I uh, did not see it. Because I was not at this. Stay there long enough. Yes. Um, I would have loved to have seen that is what I was getting to saying. is yeah. That would have been incredible to see. But actually seeing it in general was just really cool. Um, hearing Amazing. the bird thing all in person, that was awesome with the clapping. Clapping, That yeah. was so cool. But Chichen Itza is filled with a lot of fucking people. And the minute you get there, it sounds like a goddamn round of applause until the moment you left, you leave. So you went on probably the busier day. Yes. It being the 21st. Yes. Because when I went, it wasn't that busy. If you saw the photos, it a lot of wasn't people. that busy. But still, like, I bet it had to be a separate tour to see the uh, solstice. Yeah. Um, what really would have been cool, our tour guy told us that up until 2006, mm-hmm. they um, they allowed it as you were allowed to go to the top of the main temple. Right, right, right. Which would have been awesome to see. 2006. Yeah. So it would have been really cool to see and actually step foot on it, you know? Yeah. Like, that would have been awesome. But I thought about breaking the rules and going under and just touching it because it would have been cool just to touch. Yeah, you don't want to go to a Mayan, or Mayan prison. Sorry. Mexican uh, prison. Mexican prison. <laughs> yeah, no, so I, I did not. But, no, that was incredible. Actually, I think they just fine you. I really don't if you touch it. But Finally, finally getting to see it in person was cool as fuck, though. Much bigger... It, to me, it was like, oh, this is, like, fucking huge. Mm. Like, I thought it was big, but when you get there, it's like, how the fuck did these people build this? Okay. Yes to that is how the fuck <clears throat> did they build this. For me, to be honest with you, it was yeah. smaller than I expected. Yeah? I feel like in the pictures it looks an- enormous. Not that it wasn't large, but I definitely thought it was bigger. Well, it's not one of the bigger, py- like the Aztec pyramids in uh, Teotihuacan. Yeah. Right. Um, way bigger. Mm-hmm. Obviously, pyramids of Giza are way bigger, right? Well, but, uh, the thing is, it's the most accurate calendar ever exactly. built, and it's a pyramid or and something like that, right? Yes, and you had that tour too. Every right? step on it was signified a day or a month or however yep. that all worked out. The steps Sides. there was three hundred and sixty-four steps going up. The three hundred sixty-fifth step was the last one to the top mm-hmm. on the top. Just their mathematics and um, calendar setup that they had, and they built this building as that was. It just fucking blew me away. It's so cool. Most accurate calendar, even. Uh, did your tour guy talk about this? Uh, maybe it's a calendar. Okay, yeah. so they're saying it's it's the eighth wonder of the world because it's it's one of the eighth wonder of the world because it's now the most accurate calendar. Yes, up until like really recent mm-hmm. to like the second or, or not the second. Something like that, because mm-hmm. our days are, what are we, 12 minutes short or something a year? I can't remember no, what it was. I remember it's 12 it's something. Seconds. 12 seconds. Yeah, whatever. Seconds. Seconds, minutes, whatever. Yeah. And 12 minutes, yeah, we'd be fucked for a while. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. And uh, Oh, fav- and this calendar oh. thing, it's handmade. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yes. Got a helicopter in here. <laughs> and a plane. <laughs> it's not a drone. Um now, favorite part of your honeymoon, and then we'll get into this. I don't know. It was a great time in just general. There was really, everything was incredible, and nothing stood out over the next. 
Chichen yeah. Itza was one of the coolest things ever. But by the end of that day, as you and I talked about, we were out of shot. Yeah, you are. It's just really 7 till 9.30, nonstop, mm-hmm. go, go, go. Oh, here's the other thing. What's up? So we did our tour at Chichen Itza, and they're yeah. like, here's you guys get an hour, meet back here at this point uh, yep. at, say, 4 o'clock or 3.30, whatever it was, um, so we can all get on the bus and go. Well, I don't know how much, if you remember, but there's a shit ton of different paths going a bunch of different places. Yes, there is. Holy fuck, we got lost. Yeah. And I was like, we got 10 minutes to get back and get all the way through <laughs> everything. I was like, fuck. And then we got to walk by all these people trying to sell us shit. And then they're yeah. like, oh, we just saw you. You want to set better the second time? We're like, no, 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 we're good. Thank you. And I'm trying to find my way back. I got lost and we finally found it. Showed up just in time. But I was like, whew, that was close. <laughs> I don't know if they'd actually leave without you. As a I thing. doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it. But uh, but you don't want to risk that. No, and I didn't want to be that, that those people that everybody waited on. Yeah. So, do you go over to the other side where there was a sacrificial temple, and by that were like hundreds of fucking pillars in a perfectly straight line? Mm-hmm. Crazy. That's cool. That was crazy. I really liked the arena that they played the yep. game at. I can't remember what it's called. And there were uh, there's hieroglyphs all along mm-hmm. not hieroglyphs, but carvings all along the. Uh, both sides of the walls, boarding the whole thing. And they said that's the rules of the game and everything. It was just pretty cool. Technically, they'd be hieroglyphs, though, because they're pictures depicting words, right? Yeah, you're right. So you're right. Okay. Um, and uh, don't buy the wood. Yeah. Right. That's well, We got that Nobody warning. told you us didn't. That. Yeah. Which, luckily, we didn't anyway. But I wanted now, one of the whistles they were selling. That's the it sounded weird like a thing. jaguar. It was cool. I'm so... Well, I would have loved that, too. But they said don't buy the wood. Did they mean, like... Firewood or any wood, because they said they're allowed to sell the wood, but you cannot buy the wood or you will get fined. makes zero sense. I know. So, I don't know if they were talking about the whistles. You might have been able to buy a whistle. I have no clue. Yeah. Or maybe our tour guy was just lying. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But, hey, sorry to break it to you, ladies. Your boy's off the market now, officially. Yeah. Lennon is. Married now. It's all good. It's happened. I'm an old married man. 26. It's locked up. <laughs> <laughs> Wedding was good. It was phenomenal. It's cool. A lot of a lot of pictures. That's all I'm going to say. A lot, lot of pictures. pictures. A lot of pictures, yeah, yeah. And I wasn't even in all of them because yeah. obviously it was YouTube. Uh, and I was still like, this is a lot of pictures. Non-stop, luckily. I Can't am. stop, won't stop, baby. <laughs> you know what's up? What's up? What, what episode you pick? I picked... Uh, season. It was a weird transition. Hey, it's all good. Transition. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, best back to the old. Call days. It right out. <laughs> um, I picked season two, episode eight, uh, entitled "Unexplained Structures." Now, here's the weird thing. I was going through the episodes, looking. Yeah. The season's looking to pick one. Yeah. Uh, season two, episode eight. I saw this one, "Unexplained Structures." I was like, "All right, that sounds good." Um, that's a candidate. So I keep going through. Season eight, uh, episode eight. There was the same um, thumbnail picture used as this one. And it said, unexplained structures. And I said, huh, was I in the wrong season just looking? Uh, and then I read the description, and it was basically the same description, just um, reworded. And I was like, huh. So I watched the intro to both of them, and I think they were pretty much the exact same. <laughs> well, I guess when you do, like, one million episodes, you're yes. going to overlap a while, but right. a little bit. A little bit. But either way, <laughs> I picked unexplained structures. So Which one, though? Confused. Multi. Eighth or tenth or ninth, I meant to say. I meant to say second season. Second season. Second season. Yeah. Got it. All right. I'm confused. <laughs> Woo! Eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth. Thirteenth. We can count. Um, so yeah, back into the writing of the notes. My typing is a lot slower. 
Yeah. Uh, let's hope I still have the same, uh, give off the same energy I usually do. In a good way. Yes. But here we go. The opening gives a intro, gives us quick questions and shots about the international ancient peoples and their incredible structures and depictions upon them. Not unlike the feathered serpent god Kuku Khan at Chichen Itza. Ooh, you talk about him too? I just, uh, no, actually. Was that just a, was that just an off reference because of where you just came from? Yes, it was. I got, okay, okay. Um, what I really enjoyed was um, uh, geeking out every time they would flash Chichen Itza. Be like, I was there! <laughs> I was yep. like, yeah! I did that two years ago, too. <laughs> it's like, let's fucking go! <laughs> oh, man. I have fucking proof! <laughs> <laughs> oh, is there any other world... Is there another world explanation for these ancient structures? I guess we'll have some a definitive answer by the end of these 44 minutes. There won't be any other questions. <laughs> <laughs> let's look at some unexplained structures. Now, there's some some some... Wonderful names in mine, I know as I know as well as in yours. So, Sanlierfa Turkey, sand into your turkey. Yep. All right. In 1994, a local shepherd noticed the tip of a stone sticking out of his field. Just the tip. Just it. Dangerous. Quite odd and pe- peculiar. A stone to be in a field. I wrote. He <laughs> dug it up. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he dug it up and kept, and it kept going further and further down. Until he had unearthed a uh, precisely edged 19-foot pillar with a carving of an animal on it. It was a whale because it was a whale penis. You know, you got to edge them pillars. You really do. (laughs) Edge the tips. (laughs) Last longer. (laughs) It had been clear from more carvings discovered. The bushes were shaped. (laughs) (laughs) It had been clear from more carvings discovered that these ancient stonemasons weren't just skilled craftsmen. But they were working with advanced tools. Take the credit right away from them. <laughs> with the precise details and exactly perfect edges made it clear that this was one of the biggest ancient discoveries in modern times. Uh-huh. Linoaya. Hey, how are you? <laughs> this site is known as... Huh? You know this one. I don't. Gobekli Tepe. I do. Yeah. I was hoping it was her mother. Her. Rhonda Teppy. Or what? Nice. I was thinking of the, uh, the the message you sent me In a, a couple days ago with the name that you have to say. Oh, yeah. It sounds like they're just drunk slurring the word. Yeah. Whatever. That's a good one. Uh, Linda Moulton Howe tells us. That at this time, at the time of airing, <laughs> that at the time of airing, an archaeology team has been working for thirteen years unearthing the site and only uncovered five percent of it. Jesus Christ! Below the ground, they are able to tell what lies underneath is a series of stone circles, large, massive structures, and within these circles are nineteen-foot columns, each weighing an estimated fifteen tons, and each carved and chiseled with the same precision detected in the first one. Oh, damn. It has been determined through tests that the site is well over 12,000 years old. This puts it at 7,000 7, years older than the Mesopotamian Fertile Crescent, a place which was long believed to be the cradle of civilization. Now, with the discovery of Gobekli Tepe and Ronda Tepe, this puts it but at... Steve Tepe. No, fuck him. We don't yeah. talk about him anymore. He's after stepdad, what he did. fucker. <laughs> Now with the discovery of Gobekli Tepe, this puts it at the 
as the oldest archaeological find of past civilizations on Earth to date. False! Really? So Gobekli Tepe is old as shit. 12,000 years ago. Yeah. 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 I did it. We got to cut that. <laughs> oh, that's too good. Oh. <laughs> Graham Hancock believes that this is evidence of a long forgotten chapter of mankind's history. There is surrounding evidence globally through, dif- through different structures found that there must have been a forgotten age of mankind where these incredible structures were forged and the tools and craftsmanship has been lost to time. Side note. The biblical creation of Earth puts it. Er, the biblical <laughs> side note: the biblical creation of er, of the Earth is four thousand years ago. This was constructed eight thousand years prior to that. So do with that as as you will. Are you trying to say the Bible's lying? Never. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's getting hot in here. Let's take off all your. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it on. Um, the fuck is buzzing the tower in here? <laughs> Every time it just goes by the light and you see. (laughs) (laughs) It is also worth noting that in the 13 years of excavating, no stone tools nor farming implements have was left unturned. Have no no stone left unturned (laughs) in five percent of it. (laughs) Um, No stone tools nor farming implements have been discovered. Where is the evidence of their creation besides the final product? Which is weird. No tools. Yeah. No, I got no... Well, not some. Yeah. These pillars depict many different types of animals and insects. Birds and humans. Incest? I hope the fuck not. Well, you never know back then. They (laughs) were primitive beings. Yeah, 12,000 years ago. Yeah, yeah. It is speculated by one researcher that it may be an artwork catalog similar to the Ark story. Noah's Ark story. Ah, gotcha. It is in the same region where it is believed Noah's Ark came to a final resting place. But, before you think we're getting all biblical here. No, no, no. I'm just thinking, which one? Because, like, you know, you have a different one. Right. Different location every other episode. Yes. This is where the fucking ark... Nope, oh, this place. This place. Think, think that was, place. This uh, place. This mountain. Mount Eret, I think, is the word. It is similar to the region, I say it. But the idea of a great flood was not specific to... Is not just specific to Christians... But every fucking uh, religion. Yes, many, many different civilizations and religions all tell of an ancient great flood. But that is another topic we will discuss on a future episode, the Younger Dryas impact theory posited by Graham Hancock himself. Graham Hancock himself. Have you ever heard of the Younger Dryas impact theory? Vaguely, yeah. Okay. Now, it is a topic that does fascinate me, and I've talked to um, my father about it extensively. Um, It's pretty interesting because, um, like I said, we'll do a topic, uh, do an episode about it someday. Yeah, I would like to, probably, maybe. Um, it's not really. Well, because we'll it's do not an really, episode, maybe not, not really. Actually, not, we won't. We it's won't. Not really aliens <laughs> or anything. But supposedly there was um in the younger Dryas. Um, we'll do it in an episode about something else. Yes, time period. How about that? There was an impact um, by a meteor, and it caused mm-hmm. a massive flood. Mm-hmm. Um. But maybe that's the explanation for why these different civilizations and different religions have all have a flood theory, you know? Right. But who knows? It doesn't have to be biblical, but they could all have a flood. Right. It's just, it could be history. Exactly. Kind of, you know? But the questions remain. Who built it? How? 
And how did it stay in such immaculate condition for this long? Mm. Well, similar sites from all around the world have been given credit by the native civilizations of these sites to the gods who created them. Okay. I worded that like shit. But you all did the, a great job. Stop all it. the civilizations who create these different structures all credit them to the gods, their gods, um, is what I meant. It's always these gods, and in a lot of cases, they are strikingly similar all across the ancient world. Yeah, so, they are. Deep in the Andes, buried in Peru, is where the Inca established their capital city. Yeah. Do you know what the Inca's capital city is? I forgot. Cusco. Oh, no, I didn't know that. All right. Which survived for over 300 years until Spanish conquistadors ruined everything. Oh, man. Our episodes somehow paired pretty fucking well together. Perfect. We're usually good like that. I don't know why. How does that always happen? I don't know. Could it be that the ancient aliens always talk about the same things? Maybe. Or it's your favorite word. Synchronicity. Shut up. <laughs> la, 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 la. I can't hear you. Oh, wait. I can still hear you. Here's my question. Did you hate that word as much as you did before I made you watch that one documentary series? Well, first off, let's be clear. You never made me watch it. You okay. suggested it. I watched it. Okay. Um, no. No. <laughs> that was no. And then when you use a documentary. No. When they do a documentary and it's just every other word, and it's like, okay, we fucking get it. <laughs> it's good. It's synchronicity. Good. Oh, God, yeah. It, I took it, a shit today. That's a synchronicity. <laughs> Damn it, I knew it. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's not a coincidence. Oh, I have a little sweat on my armpit. So do I. So do I. <laughs> synchronicity. But 12,000 feet above Cusco lays the ancient fortress, fortress of Diego. <laughs> Sexy Juaman. Diego's better. <laughs> Sexy Juaman? Sexy Juaman. Sexy. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? That's a, it, it, does, woman. it does sound like it. Hey, Bill, that's a sexy woman over there's, there. There's this, there's this white dude who's got like <laughs> yes. just a standard Midwest white dude accent and like, not an accent, but he talks yes. like us. And the way that he nonchalantly pronounced mm-hmm. it, he kept saying it, and it sounded like sexy woman. Yeah. So I was dying laughing. I sent that to you. Sexy woman. And he's like, we're here at sexy woman. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's his first encounter with a sexy woman. Probably. <laughs> but these stone walls, not but, these stone walls have secrets <laughs> that predate the Incas. Yeah. Now it is be- now it is believed that the stone walls of the fortress are actually two, were actually built in two phases. By two different in two different time periods mm-hmm. by two different civilizations, the Incas are believed to have built out on top of the pre-existing structure, which consists of incredible stone-cut boulders pieced together Tetris style. So they're not uniform like brick laying, you know, where they're right. They're you've definitely seen sexy woman. Ah, <laughs> have I? Yeah, but you've definitely seen the this place before. Um. It's got these ginormous boulders, rocks, mm-hmm. that are, they're cut so precisely together you can't even sell paper through them. It's like a puzzle piece, right? Yes. They're not brick. They're you, not, you, they're not uniform. Up. They're not, they're not <laughs> uniform. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I do. do definitely they have like this. a hole in them too? I'm picturing a hole in one or two of them. Unless you think of a doorway? I don't know. No, I mean like a little, doesn't oh, matter. I think I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Incas uh, said, "Archaeology, archaeology studies have surmised that the initial structure, which consists of the incredible stonework, was built around a thousand years ago by the Kilki civilization." I'm gonna have fun getting pictures for this YouTube video, aren't I? Hell yeah! How am I spelling anything? Sexy woman. <laughs> sexy woman. Let me give a bunch of sexy women. <laughs> no. 
Oh, what a horrible research night. <laughs> well, sorry, YouTube. All you're getting is a bunch of this guy didn't get shit woman. done. <laughs> <laughs> but it is believed that the Inca, by the Inca, nope. For the Inca. Take it all over. In the Inca. <laughs> but it was believed by the Inca that the fortress which they built upon was actually constructed by an advanced prior civilization that was led by a god who had come down from the skies. Kukul Khan. No. Joking. (laughs) (laughs) In South American history, Mm -hmm. a god has popped up multiple times named Viracocha, Viracocha, who has visited the South American people and given them advanced technology. Um, He pops up in a bunch of different civilizations, apparently. He was making his rounds. He was a a civilization whore. Yes, he was. He just loved showing up and just... There you go. (laughs) He delivers his seed everywhere. Apparently. Of knowledge. Thank God. <laughs> he stands out from the rest of the South American people. And he was some, white. Actually, from some of his physical descriptions. He is tall, mm. white-haired, mm. pale-skinned being. Could he have been, as ancient astronaut theory suggests, a visitor from an alien world? No, he was just a fucking albino that they got confused with. <laughs> Maybe. Many of the rocks seen at Sexy Woman, I wrote, <laughs> weigh <laughs> upwards of 20 tons. They have some big rocks. You know? Big rocks. Big old bastards. Many of the rocks a sexy woman weigh upwards of 20 tons. Around 50 to 100 tons for some of them. You need some big boulder over-the-shoulder boulder holders for those motherfuckers. Goddamn right you do. Rocks that we need large heavy machinery to move today. But how did these ancient people move and carve these individual stones with such perfect contours that they fit perfectly together? It would take a massive amount of manpower to accomplish moving just one of these massive rocks. Very good point, Lennon. I found it. Found what? The fuck are you? Here, I'm blind. I can't see it. Stink bug, ain't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! (laughs) I have to keep track of your camera now because if he goes in front of the camera. (laughs) Godzilla! Jesus Christ. Oh, shit. He's making a break for it. <laughs> We're invested in this now. Is he going for it? I've lost sight of him. I kind of hope he does because it would look pretty wild on the camera for you. <laughs> That'd be a great outtake, wouldn't it? Do you want to get a tissue and take care of it? No, no, no. Let him, let him crawl on the camera. It's cool. <laughs> let him be. <laughs> let him crawl over that He's camera. He's our third host. <laughs> yeah. Hi, guys. <laughs> All righty. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. A general rule of thumb is that it takes 10 to 20 men to move one ton of rock. So the manpower alone would have been insane. Interesting. So if you need to move a 100-ton boulder, and think about it, too, this site is 12,000 feet up a mountain. Oh, you're going to need, like, triple that, then. Not saying that they didn't, you know, they might have harvested the rock from the mountain, so. And then rolled it down the hill. That's how they got it down Ah! there. (laughs) We lost another one. (laughs) Stand clear. Um, Come on, Batu. Roll or run on the rock. <laughs> just sprinting down the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Batu. Batu's a fast runner. Batu. But not faster than rock. Batu is the fastest runner in his <laughs> Was the fastest runner in town. <laughs> Rest in peace, Batu. Uh, Kevin. Kevin, you're up. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Christ. And then the next guy's Kevin. <laughs> Batu and Kevin. The adventures of Batu and Kevin, the runners. 
Now just Kevin. They're the village's number one mountain relay team. That's right. Fucking Kevin needs a new team. Waku waku. You up for the challenge? Oh, fuck. Waku waku. Oh, my God. That was so good. No, no. He didn't make it either. Oh, shit. Oh, the Jaguar got him. Uh, these granite rocks we use diamonds to cut today. Yeah, we have to use diamonds to cut them. These stones were perfectly cut and placed together like a jigsaw puzzle, to the point which you couldn't even slip a piece of paper in between. Oh. Now, studies on these rocks have shown that these rocks had a massive amount of thermal heat applied to them, and it is believed that they that this might have been how they were shaped in such a way. Incredible! So, like laser lasers on their freaking heads. Batu's got a laser on his head. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's actually running backwards. Batu's the only one in the village with a laser. We can't lose him. Fuck, Kevin, can you get a laser strapped to your head? Oh, shit. All right, walk to walk to. You're up. <laughs> oh, man. According to legend, according to legend of these people, not the legend of Baktu. Not the legend of Waku Waku. Um,. According to legend, a bird is responsible. <coughs> I'm so sorry. Hey, it's okay. I oh, lost my spot anyway. <coughs> I get to the chopper. I was fucking horrible. I have a fucking horrible. <laughs> now, according to legend, yeah. a bird is responsible for the construction of these walls. It is said that the bird, it is said that this bird from the sky carried uh-huh. a chemical in its beak that was capable of melting stone. Interesting. Which is kind of weird. Yeah, what would that be? <laughs> right. Um, if it's melting stone, does that mean they're shaping it and then right. they melt it into a, a, I don't fucking know. Or hear me out. I'm hearing This you. is just the side of the mountain, and they didn't move anything, they just cut it. Into blocks with a laser. Laser. You know what I mean? A freaking laser, right? No, you're right. So, hmm. yeah. Transition into Things the next one. Things that make you say, let's go. Into the next one. North. <laughs> <laughs> Northwest coastline of France. Yeah. Here in the cliff region of Brittany lies the legendary Karnak Stones. A collection of over 3,000 stones protruding from the ground that are arranged in rows and other shapes spread over two miles of the countryside. The legend is that these stones were actually invading Roman legions that Merlin himself turned into stone. Oh, but Merlin and Bach do. <laughs> legendary crime-fighting duo. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Bach do found them and Merlin handled them. <laughs> I'll set them up and you knock them down. (laughs) Are you really a magician? Every time you go, fire, nothing happens. They just say, what the hell? And they shoot at you. Then we get a little misty fog roll (laughs) in to set the scene. (laughs) Can't remember what episode that was. I don't. Might have been another Ancient Aliens one. (laughs) It's possible. It was. It was when we talked about Merlin. I think it was the last one. Oh, you mean we mentioned Merlin in the episode we talked about Merlin? Yeah. So there's Merlin. Yeah. It was episode 29. Was it? I don't know. I don't know either. 39. But if it wasn't Merlin, 79? It be? 79? 69. Ah, it's coming next. It's coming up next. Well, not, aliens. Yeah. But if it wasn't Merlin, then who was it? Baktu. It was Baktu. <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> <laughs> now you turned into Fozzie Bear. The hell? 
What would you walk say? Walk to. Walk to. <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> That's his catchphrase. He's like Hodor. That's all he says. Oh, you have Hodor in the family. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um, Aside tangent from the wedding. Modern archaeologists claim that the architects were one step removed from cavemen. And that they were somehow quarrying these massive 200 to 300 ton rocks. Well, then they're not like cavemen, are they? Nope. And <clears> placing <throat> them in the earth per, in patterns and shapes. While these rocks looked cor- look quarried and misshapen, most of them show evidence of tool work, and all of them come to a sharp point at the top. On top of all that, they were also strangely magnetized to the earth. Somehow they got these rocks magnetized. Um... I've seen another Ancient Aliens Me too. episode where they talk about that. Mm. It's like they moved a rock, mm-hmm. and how they moved it turned it into... <laughs> I might be blind, but I can see your face. Turned uh, into a magnet. <laughs> it didn't magnetize the rocks, um, and I can't remember why. Maybe the Good. answer oh. to that will be later on. Skinwalker Ranch also did that. It wasn't rock, but it's so magnetized shit. Sure did. The trailer. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, now, it is described It is described that you are able to feel the energy within when roaming around these stones. And a lot of tours come here just to feel mm-hmm. the energy off the stones. I like to feel that. Yeah, me too. There's seriously. A, yeah, seriously. <laughs> There's a concept of the world grid theory, which mm-hmm. posits that around the earth, there are grid lines that have energy of the earth coursing through it. And yeah. many of these ancient structures... Thought to be sacred or holy are just structures in general that are set upon these lines and harness the energy. This is believed to be one just as the pyramids of Giza. So they're talking about ley lines, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, supposedly, you can see Karnak from space like the Nazca lines. So it is believed that this was meant to be seen from the sky and not from ground level. They always say that, but I wonder how true it actually is. Yeah, yeah. Um, the know? Nazca lines and stuff like that—that that I can see. But um, the pictures of the Karnak site, um, yeah. Karnak stones, it just—I feel like that's more of a ground thing. I mean, they don't look—they're just in rows and shit. Well, have we seen satellite images of uh, Pyramid of Giza? Like, how big does that look? Oh, these things are—they're large rocks, yeah. but they're individual ones that are like triangle pointed shaped. Oh. And there's just rows of them. Oh. It's, it's nothing that's like, I don't know. I don't know about the whole seeing it from space thing. I think that was just one of their things. But they do have those things. They do. At one end of the Karnak site, researchers identified a circle similar to that at Stonehenge. And at the other end, a, a rectangle of stones was found. Just a rectangle. Oh, hey, you know, circle jerk, rectangle jerk. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Both of these end structures... Both of these end structures mm-hmm. were perfectly placed to depict the winter and summer solstice, like many other ancient sites, such as Chichen Itza. Were they, though? Were they? Couldn't they be? I mean, how do you really know? You don't even know how they made it. Do you know what they actually made it for? No. You, you. But it is cool know, that it lines wondering. up. Yeah, yeah. It's cool that it lines up like that, though. Yeah. That's a big thing for people. Huge. Back, Huge. Big, people back in the, big thing for the people back in the day. Yeah. They loved it. They fucking loved the solstice. Let me tell you what. They really did. Um, And when looked at even closer, it is Mm -hmm. revealed that the solstice points and the rows at Karnak all come together to form a perfect Pythagorean triangle. But when you draw it in, of course, otherwise it's just two perpendicular 90-degree lines, which, yes, does form a triangle, but only by causality. Now, Mm -hmm. 
basically, all the time. yeah, basically what I'm saying is, is that you get, you've got a T out of all of these lines. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And they say that because it's a T at a perfect 90 degree angle, they did a Pythagorean triangle. No, I guess, but it's just a T. That's the thing. They, it's only a triangle because that's how it works when you draw that third line in that's not there. Yeah, right, so if we take all the walls down in your apartment, because they fell down. Except for this two. wall and this wall stayed up, you made a Pythagorean theorem. Pythagorean triangle. That's yeah. what I meant to say. Uh, there was a good, like, ten, se- ten, ten seconds. A good, like, three... <laughs> just ten seconds. Three to five minutes dedicated to how the fuck did they know about the Pythagorean theorem well before it was created, or, you know... You do realize, up. if you're building walls, lines, anything, you, you might accidentally make something that you didn't intend to make. Right. Exactly. Or no, have knowledge of, I should say. It is proposed by Giorgio that oh, they somehow had knowledge about the Pythagorean theorem of A squared plus B squared equals C squared. And it proved that there was a spaceship in the sky. Apparently. <laughs> it is proposed by Giorgio that somehow, I just fucking read that. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, just read that. <laughs> How did they get this knowledge? E.T., of course. And then we cut to David Childress. Our favorite guy. Well, he's not our favorite guy. Oh, you're our favorite guy to impersonate. Yeah, yeah. In the windiest fucking filming location possible. <laughs> I remember this video. He's screaming. I'm having out. headphone issues. I'm sorry. Okay. He's screaming at the top of his lungs to speak over the wind, pretty much. That these stones are transmitting energy to, to the cosmos like a GPS system. I was giving you the actual. You I know. really appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah. Fucking screaming it. I'd send you that video. Yeah. So good. Oh, I can't even show you on my phone. And then there, I don't remember what he said, but yeah, but it was basically like that transition again. Woo! Uh, Sionic province, Armenia, 140 miles southeast of the nation's capital of Axi Woman, Yerevan, Yerevan, lies the city of Sisian. What'd you call me? You heard me. On a high plateau sits yet another series of 550 to 100 ton rocks. <laughs> <laughs> 550 to 100 <laughs> that protrude from the earth stretching over a third of a mile. This site is known as Karahunj uh-huh. or the Armenian Stonehenge. Okay. It is estimated to be 7,500 years old and predates the British Stonehenge by 4,500 years. This site consists of 203 slabs of basalt and at the center stands the circle Stonehenge. Archaeologists, do, archaeology doesn't agree with who the builders were or who say, lived there. They're going to say archaeologist Doug. <laughs> archaeologist Doug doesn't know. Just, just Doug. He's like, uh, they cut to him for an interview. Uh, yeah, guys, I don't know. I told you that. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you asking? I, I told you. I'm here to talk about Chichen Itza, not Karahunj. <laughs> I just right. learned how to say the name. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Doug. <laughs> that was Doug, everybody. <laughs> how about a sexy woman? Then we cut to Childress. Well, see what's happening is... <laughs> They moved a rock over there. <laughs> that over there. <laughs> Somehow they did it. <laughs> oh, uh, you sent me that video, and I can't remember what the hell. Oh, his eyebrows. When he's like really getting adamant about something, his fucking eyebrows go. And at the end, he's like. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was like uh, done with it. <laughs> he was just get me the fuck out of here. I want to go back to the Radisson. <laughs> he didn't have a trailer or anything he could record in. Right. Poor guy. Put, a, put him in a green screen. He, did, he was leaning up against one of the rocks. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking hot out here, guys. Like, like, did they need to be on site for it? <laughs> red faced and everything. Oh, man. So archaeology doesn't agree with who the builders were or who lived there, but they do agree that it definitely is an astronomical model. Yeah. 
But how did these ancient people get their knowledge of the stars besides looking at it? Giorgio thinks it might have been an observatory. Maybe. In 2010, Oxford University, Oxford University sent a team to study it and found out that what makes it unique is the small holes bored into the rocks at different angles. <gasps> 85 stones have holes likened by the host to telescopes to peer through, and they are pointed at different alignments on the horizon or to the night sky. The constellation of Cygnus, which for many civilizations is looked to to have been a source of power, used to be able to be viewed through the notches at Karahunj, but is no longer possible. So they got these holes in them and these rocks at different angles. Mm-hmm. And it is believed that they, the ancient peoples, they would come up to these holes and peer through them. And at the angle it's at, they're able to see a certain star constellation. And each one was different. Okay. I think that's pretty fascinating as an ancient civilization as a concept to do. Where it's maybe it's like an observatory, like Giorgio says. It's like you bring your family here. You pay for the day pass because, you know, it's right. cheaper. Right, right, right. Um, and you get to go, hey, this one with the little placard on it says this is Orion. You go through, you look through, oh, there's the Orion's belt. Yeah, cool. You go to the next one. This is the Big Dipper, so on and so forth. But jokes aside, that is kind of how it sounds like it was played out. And that's pretty cool how they did that. So, But also, to get those angles bored through the rocks just yeah. right, and think about it, you would only be able to really, like, eh, I was, you don't only have to work at night. But you have to be able to get that angle exactly perfect through these rocks, you know, these little holes to look in through. Place. Right, it's right, pretty right, fascinating. You know what it really was? Mm. These guys were like, it's fucking hot in here. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get some holes in here for some, some airflow. Mm-hmm. They put some holes in mm-hmm. just for airflow, mm-hmm. and we're all idiots thinking, oh, they the sky. I'm kidding. But it's also incredible that they got the holes into the rock, period. Ooh, yeah, well, these rocks, these are like... Uh, six foot tall or so, and yeah. they're just these um vertical monolithic rocks setting out. And there's no need for airflow. Yeah, no, they're wide open. It's <laughs> wide open. There's just these little rocks wide set up. Wide open space. They're like they're, they're like giant tombstone type deals. Gotcha. Sort of, and they sort of like that, and they got holes through them. Well, then I'll just All shut the different. fuck up. Then it's okay. I appreciated the input. You see, you see, if you had a slideshow, I know. I'm, I'm not joking, joking with not you. Committed. <laughs> That's not true. Um. Um. Many theory. So as I said, they it is believed. All of a sudden, it came out of nowhere. They're like, "Oh yeah, this probably was meant to view Cara." Um, no, that is Cara. <laughs> this is probably meant to view the constellation Cygnus, which is very important to many different civilizations. But by the way, you can't view it there anymore. It's like, was it was it what it was for then? Like, did they yeah. say that? No. no, they didn't. So like, you just shooting grasp in there. Um, but well, you can you know they they had uh, Kanchu. You turn back time, and I was like, there it is, right there. It's a good reference. Thank you. So the constellation of Cygnus, as I said, was, uh, for many civilizations, very important, but no longer visible there. Many theories exist on the reason why the position of Cygnus has changed so drastically, but in reality, what has happened is that the Earth was on a different axis of tilt at the time of Karahunja's creation, if it really was meant for it to view Cygnus. Scientists have calculated that every 26,000 years, the Earth gradually changes its tilt. But some have suggested that these shifts happen much more suddenly and dramatically, causing global-scale natural disasters such as floods, torrential storms, climate changes, and destruction of life. We've talked about multiple times in that one guy's theory, and I can't remember his name. I've covered him twice now. Shit. Hapgood. Hapgood's theory. Yes. There it is. Yep. The host theorized that Karahunj might have been the site of one of the earlier E.T. arrivals, 
and that the site was created to watch the skies to keep track of one of the Earth's shifts can occurring. Well, they soon happen. I guess, maybe. I, I, I think the observatory theory is a lot more credible. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. looking at the sky. But perhaps... They the, all seem to. Exactly. But perhaps the petroglyphs in the area could shed some light on the matter. These petroglyphs are from a different time and a different people, not to be confused as the as one and the same. The stone observatory is from 2,000 to 3,000 years before Jesus Christ, as one of the hosts pointed out. You can just give us a date. Hey, hey it's Joshua. Y'all? And the petroglyphs are from around 10,000 years before. So these, these predate them about 8,000 to 7,000 years. Yeah, Good amount. There are thousands upon thousands of humanoid figures depicted on these petroglyphs some of which are quite distorted and difficult to interpret. The Armenian henge itself has some humanoid-looking carvings on it, on the sure. stone slabs, too. On, now, this is on the observatory. Right. Many have speculated that these are possibly ETs, and some look like a classic gray alien, very strikingly similar. Now, that is one thing. It does look like a gray alien. It's got the big eyes and the very oval head. Right, right, right. You know, it does look very alien or um, gray alien like. It's always incredible when they have that on the, the rock because, yes. first off, it takes time to chisel that in the rock. Mm -hmm. Like I've said, either they're really, really, really shitty artists or they saw something. Or they do. Yeah, they, yeah but the thing is, is, like, we can depict it or look at it and be like, hey, that's a jaguar. We can yes. look at it and be like, that's a. Something else. <laughs> I literally just forgot every animal in the world. <laughs> Snake. <laughs> something. Exactly. Um, and we, Eagle. You know, bird. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. And in one of the carvings, two of these beings, these alien, uh, gray alien beings, yeah. are together holding up a round disc. What is it? A saucer, maybe? But whatever it was, it was significant enough. <laughs> it was for a them. tray of food, actually. <laughs> they were hungry. <laughs> whatever it was, it was significant enough for them to carve it into stone. Yeah. It was great food. Great food. Nah. Old Bop Bop and Fred over there. Oh, bop Bop. <laughs> it made some great pig. Suckling. Suckling pig. Succulent pig. <laughs> oh, but I bone. lost my place. I'm sorry. Our last place we'll add to of ancient aliens is Homestead, Florida. On his episode. Yes. <laughs> well, I said ancient aliens because this is a modern structure. Oh. Now, Homestead, Florida. This town is home to one of the most mysterious structures in North America. Here in Homestead lies a stone garden sculpted out of ancient blocks of coral, some of which weigh up to 30 tons. Yeah. This site is called the Coral Castle. Oh, I thought you were going to say the uh, ancient aliens retirement home. <laughs> <laughs> it is spread over several acres, and the stones have intricate designs and sculptures which amaze all who gaze upon it. But this is not an ancient site. This is a modern megalithic structure. In 1923, Ed Leed Skalnen, Ed Leed a Latvian, <laughs> no, <laughs> not Latvian. Oh, Dr. Doom. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you're against the invisible woman. <laughs> a Latvian immigrant. Oh, well, I can see I how that could say. be. I can see how that could be fucked up. Yes. Began creating what he called Rock Gate Park. Rock Gate Park. But the odd thing was that Lead Skullman claimed he was not using modern technology or equipment to build the park. And more so, he was constructing it on his own. Wait a minute. Is this the guy that has like the floating rock? Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, I put in my notes recording because I recorded some stuff to play. All right. Guess what? Uh, your boy can't play it because it's on his phone. So it's all good. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. They were talking about this guy. He was frail. He was little. He was uh, for a little old man. He was like mm-hmm. 70 years old or something. And he was doing everything on his own. But the question is, how did this frail little man move these blocks by himself? As George Norrie. Right. He was barely over five foot tall and weighed only 100 pounds. Yeah. He claimed to have carved, moved, and hoisted all of these stones using a makeshift tripod. And there is pictures of I it. I think I've seen one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. They, that's my, also my nickname. Tripod. No, makeshift. <laughs> <laughs> he was by, uh, He would only work at night and wouldn't let anyone watch him work. He claimed to everyone that he knew the secrets of the pyramids. What secrets? What ancient technology? He worked on the Coral Castle until his death in 1951. Fuck, he died. 51. 1951. In his journals, he claimed to have discovered the ancient knowledge of turning stones into weightless objects. Okay, did he tell anybody? In his, no, he did not. But in his journals, and also, here we go, in his mm. pamphlet, mm-hmm. Magnetic Current, he describes Earth gravity as magnets, magnetism. If you reverse the magnetic forces with a force of electromagnetic frequency... You can flip the gravity and make these heavy objects move at your will with using just a tool. Okay. What was his secret tool? Well, many believe that it may lie within a strange black box seen in many photographs positioned atop his simple tripod. A box that has since disappeared from history. Yeah, the government took it. Of course. It's like Tesla when he died. A tool he is believed to have created that basically created anti-gravity to move matter through its use. A tool he over and over alluded to as the secrets of the pyramid. Now, where did he obtain this knowledge from? Well, he died taking this information to his grave. And so, too, did all the ancient civilizations who created megalithic structures that we still study to this day. Well, shit. I want to know. Right? What ancient knowledge was passed to us from E.T.? What answers could the strange knowledge hold of not just our past, but of our future, too? When will we develop and harness this technology? Or has it already been discovered and just kept from us? We may never know. All of those questions were not ancient astronaut theorists. That those was your me. questions. Those are my questions. Bravo. Now. You should work for them. You got better you questions. Should. Thank you. Now, this, uh, this might get cut, but I'm going to write it, read it anyway. You're going to write it right uh, now. I already wrote it. <laughs> um, at the end of that, I got thinking about all of these ancient technologies and mm-hmm. all the answers we don't have. And like you said, mm-hmm. the government took our... Took the took the black box. Probably. Now, a little side note from Lennon's conspiracy brain talking at you. What if everything we want to know, the answers to, everything on aliens, existence, uh, Bigfoot, ancient technologies, current technologies, clean, free energy that doesn't destroy the environment, what if all of this will never be shared with us? What if we have stagnated as a mass of an earthly race because the answers we will never will never be shared with us because those in higher positions of power only stand to lose dollars from changing the status quo of our world. What if this greed and lust for power and money has doomed us and the earth to rot and de- decay and fade away because money is more important than our children and our children's children's future? What if this is why the ET stopped freely and opening, openly visiting with us and sharing these gifts because we lost that spark of what it meant to be human, the longing to learn the freedom and bravery of exploration, and the compassion of looking out for one another as a family. Maybe this is all we will ever be because money is the most important thing, and after 80 years you die and it doesn't matter anymore. It just goes back into circulation into the next shady higher-up's pocket. 
Yeah. Love yep. Lennon. Nope. I actually 100% agree with everything you just said. Right? Yep. It's really... I've said it many times. Like, yeah. we could have, like, uh, all these things. Kodak had... Uh, not Kodak. Whatever. I'm trying to come up with an example. Of course, I blank out now. Exactly. But yeah, like uh, free energy in terms exactly. of Tesla. Yes. Tesla and his, uh, you, everybody would have, mm-hmm. where we'd lose power. Mm-hmm. Or it's not power. Money. Uh, money is what Well, money say. is power. Yeah. Money is power. But uh, yeah, well, I mean, I think about the past 50 years, 60 years, our history in this time is not the same as our history before that. You know what I'm saying? If that makes any sense. Like, we've just stagnated. Like, sure, we've made advancements. In technology. We've made a lot of advancements. But only in technology, it feels like. But only in technology. Not advancements that technology, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. We have electric cars now. That's great. But it's still the same problem of yeah. of society-wise, you know. I don't know. That was just something I thought about. So, they World's say, fucked. We're fucked. We're done. They say money rules the world, and that's true. It is. So we have uh, many, many ways to actually—not many, many. We have multiple different ways to change cars, where it's not fucking oil, but the oil companies would lose so much money. It's like, nah, nah. Here's some more money in the politician's pocket. Make mm-hmm. sure that we don't know that route. Now yeah. we are going towards the electric car route. Yes. Finally. Finally. Issue is. We still have a grid system that was built in the 1940s, 1930s. Oh, yeah. cannot handle the fucking power. Oh, yeah. We're going to have an electrician. I can tell you. Yeah. We're going to have a lot of issues. I can tell you that uses a lot of Mm -hmm. electric cars. When I put put the car chargers in for people's houses, let me tell you guys. guys, If anyone listening is an electrician, let me tell you. If you're looking to get an electric car, um, I have to put the same amount of circuit. The circuit that's the same size as what an electric range a stove will use right um and a lot of time people don't have that capacity so i have to put in a new panel or upgrade a service or something like that now don't get me wrong it's not like it uses a shit ton of power like your entire house and you won't notice difference but the problem is is you get enough of these people doing that Mm -hmm. that's what i'm saying yeah our grid can't handle that exactly and our grid in our area a lot of it's being funneled to new york city and those are overloaded as it is and we have like for example, California uses a lot more mm-hmm. of that. They have a shit ton of brownouts. I've heard. Mm-hmm. I haven't experienced them, but yeah, um, yeah, no, no, yes, and no. Yes. Like, look, why can't we get better grid system? Mm. But until we do, this blind motherfucker over here is going to try his best not to fuck up for you. Oh, uh, I just wanted to rhyme. Yeah, it's beautiful. I did episode. Not episode. I did season 14, episode 6. Mm-hmm. I never wrote the title. Okay. So it's something to do with Mayans. Dope. Episode 14. Nope. Season 14, episode 6. All right. Secrets of the Mayan. Secrets of the Maya. I wrote the title right there. Beautiful. You're a fucking idiot. So we start off in the Yucatan Peninsula, 1549. Mm-hmm. A fleet of Spanish galleon, galleons land on the coast of the New World mm-hmm. with a small army of Roman Catholic priests accompanying them. Of course. This was the height of the Inquisition, and they were determined to rescue the pagan <laughs> souls of the natives for the for Almighty God. Here's the problem. I fucking hate that shit. They did that all throughout history. They yes. were fine. But the other thing is, is how can you call this the New World and then say, well, we want to, we, you know, there's natives here that it was their world. Right. You just stole it from them. Exactly. Just whatever. 
Anyways, we're not getting into that. Ah, leading them is a man straight from the Vatican, of course, the fanatical Franciscan friar Diego de Landa. Oh, he's a bad bitch. Yeah, he has a hell of a name, though. During this time, the Vatican was one of the most powerful nations on earth, and because of this, the priest had immense powers. Mm -hmm. Diego came over wanting to teach the Mayans Christian understandings and policy, uh, not policies, sorry, principles. Um, B, I must have had something after that and erased everything but B. (laughs) (laughs) He wanted to teach the Mayans Christian um, understandings and principles, B. (laughs) Yeah, bitch. (laughs) And was probably in ah, fucking... They're like, hey, come here, we'll share our secrets with you too. Just lay down on this table real quick. Oh. Rip the heart out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this probably intimidated, or not in this, and Galanda, Delanda was probably intimidated by the vast wealth of knowledge that the Mayans had already tapped into. Mm-hmm. So at this point in history, the Mayan culture was thriving in the rain drenched, hot, sticky, humid jungle climate of Central America. Yes, it was. For more than 2,000 years. Yeah, yeah, you know about it now. The fucking fucking shit was hot. Holy shit. Hot, boy. (laughs) That was, uh, where's the shade? Yeah, (laughs) shit was hot. The Spanish conquerors, that's what I call them, (laughs) found pyramids, temples, paved roads, and thousands upon thousands of Mayan texts. Mm Mm-hmm. The Mayans have been revered over many things when it comes to the knowledge of time, concepts of math, mm-hmm. science, and science, and the movements of the solar system. Mm-hmm. But even though they were culturally advanced, their religious beliefs were notoriously bloodthirsty. That's true. Yes, they were. A lot of sacrificing humans to their gods. Mm-hmm. They believed in human sacrifice and as far as Diego de Landa was concerned, they did this at the expense of their eternal souls. So, to rectify this, they slaughtered them. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Makes sense and is not hypocritical at all. Yep. You can't sacrifice each other for your own religion, but we will slaughter you for our religion. That's That sums it up. Fuck that it. makes no sense to me. Bitches. Anyways. Hate those fucks. Motherfucking. Uh, damn it. When <laughs> you just can hear a bleep in that, he's ah, uh, damn it. <laughs> On July 12th, 1562, mm-hmm. Columbus did not sail the ocean blue, sailed the throne of lies. <laughs> you, you live in a throne of lies. <laughs> the Catholic priest, with the help of the Spanish military, executed what was known at the time. Uh, this was known at the time as an act of faith. Okay, the Mayans. The Mayan population was forced to convert their religion, religious beliefs, to Christianity or be put to death. And they burned, the Spanish burned all the sacred scrolls and priceless images um, that they had yeah. to, to erase their religion. Yep. And that's an entire historical record of their beliefs and scientific findings lost forever. Yeah, our tour guide was telling us about this. I already knew this too, yeah, but... Yeah. He's telling us all about it. He was also telling us about 
how most of the history, anything that survived any of this, most of the stuff that survived is over in the European museums. Like um, the secret archives on the Vatican. Oh, fuck that shit. More on that There's later. There's so much shit in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we'll get into that a little later. But to me, that's very judge- judge- <laughs> it's judgmental. <laughs> very judgmental and non-inclusive these religious people were Yeah, back then. Just back then, not not today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Today they're You're going to hell. Uh, but did they also erase all historical records of the Mayans' ET extraterrestrial ancestors? Just in case you didn't know what ET meant. <laughs> <laughs> the Mayan elders still talk to this day about how they were led to their land by the sky people. Were these people extraterrestrials? They seem to have gotten an understanding of science, math, and our solar system that we still cannot explain how they got this information. Mm -hmm. When asked how they gained all of their information, they always say they got it from the sky people. I feel like I already said that before. (laughs) That is something that everybody says. Exactly. They're always taking things from the sky people. The people up there. That's what I'm saying. Maybe they stopped coming. It's very possible. You know, mm. uh, we are a uh, d- devastating, uh, devastating, a destructive civilization of field or species. Yes. Yeah. Trace Zapatos, Mexico, 1938. Okay. Archaeologist Matthew Sterling follows up. What's up? <laughs> what, what? What? Spit it out. All right. You know how my brain works. <laughs> yes, I do. You know, sometimes I think of things like. A Lenin, mo- open up the slideshow. Oh, it's open, baby. It is. <laughs> yeah. What slide are you on? Ancient aliens. All right, go to the next slide. What's there's, that slide? There's a little doll. There's a little figure. He's got like a bow tie on his back. Okay. All right, we're there. Uh, anyways, you were saying? Uh, you know how my brain works where I view things in like a movie or a TV show? Yes, sir. So you said Trace something or other, 1930-something or other. Trace Zepitos. Zepitos. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, you know how up, on Ancient Aliens it zooms down into a map yes. and then it shows something? Yeah. I just thought about how funny it would be if it like... Did then zoom down in and they're to like just to some guy and he's just in there, he's eating a sandwich. He looks up, he's like, the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) No, over there. (laughs) Just some random dude on accident. (laughs) Stupid. I wish I could fucking do that, but (laughs) stupid. (laughs) No, not me. (laughs) So so in uh, Trace Zapatos, Mexico, 1938, archaeologist Matthew Sterling follows up on an old report. That has gone unexamined for more than 70 years. Okay. <clears throat> Let him hit the next slide. All right. So, wait. <clears throat> am I looking at Childress? Oh, he's got Okay, him. go back. Go back. Too go far. Childress. Too far. This guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a little sneak peek at some jokes I'm making. There's a picture. There's a reason those pictures are there. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyways. All right. So, 70 years. He's in love. <laughs> unexamined for more than 70 years. A local farmer's discovery of an ancient megalithic site. Sterling discovered a large stone head that had been buried under the ground. <clears throat> this was the first in what turned out to be to have been many. Now nah, I'm sorry. To have turned out to have been seventeen so, ooh, <laughs> such heads as of the date of this episode, which was uh, 2019. All I don't right. know the exact date. All, All right. weighing. Roughly eight tons and dating back 3,000 years ago. Or 3,000 years old at that point. They fucking love big rocks. Let me tell you what. They really do. 
I saw I saw a thing before. I make a, I make a joke about that later too. Okay, I saw a joke or a meme before, and it was like it was like ancient people, and then it said existing, and yeah. then it said aliens coming down, and they were like, "You guys want to move some fucking rocks?" <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking fantastic. <laughs> no, you don't. We'll just. Well, can we you, move it for you? you can we like, just do you it? Guys like rocks, <laughs> shades of shit. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I do make a little bit of a joke about that later, too. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, this suggests they were created by a civilization known as the Olmecs. I've heard of them. The Olmecs are the first complex culture of any size or significance in this part of the world. There was a very sudden and rapid rise of this civilization. Where did the Olmecs come from? Many of the statues depict... Where did they come Many of the statues depicted what they called African men. They, uh, the ancient Indians called them African men. That's why I wanted to put that in there. Thank you. Uh, they also have carvings resembling Chinese, Vietnamese, Polynesian, and even European white people. Ah. All carved from solid stone, rock. Archaeologists... <laughs> Semantics, potato, <laughs> potato. to get that in there. All right, Archaeologists are dumbfounded by all of these different racial characteristics in the Olmec carvings and statues. Yeah. People seem to have been literally coming from all over the world to this part of Mexico. I turned into fucking Seinfeld there. (laughs) (laughs) The question has to be asked, how did they do that? And just what was their indoor plumbing situation? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I want to know. Did they talk about that on the tour? No. They didn't, yeah, no. Neither. I was hoping. I want to know, kind of. Shit, I didn't think you were speaking English for a minute. There. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> I was talking to old Fudd, all right? Me and him are communicating. He doesn't know either. My buddy Baktu will be here shortly. <laughs> he's, he, he's running down a hill currently. He's still running. <laughs> <laughs> it seems that this culture origin came from the other side of the earth. But how? Ancient aliens suggest that the answer could be found in La Venta, Mexico. Oh, God, your Spanish is magnifique. That's French. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm trying. I'm trying my hardest. That's wonderful. La Venta, Mexico. Okay. All right. Giorgio is my there first is. one. I think I only have two, so let's get this one. This is a long one, ladies and gentlemen, so strap up and strap out. Strap in. And <laughs> in La Venta, we have carvings that show an Olmec. Nope. Showing the Olmec in very bizarre scenes. This is the slide you're looking at, okay? The statue guy. Okay. One is this snake that seems to be floating in the sky. And below you see this person sitting inside a flying snake. I am so sorry. I got a picture of the wrong statue. It's okay. Anyways, keep, just, just keep on that guy for now. <laughs> uh, so you have to wonder if the Olmecs had access to aviation technology. He personally thinks, Giorgio personally thinks they did because at the Museum of Natural History, mm-hmm. cue that slide, uh-huh. uh, the one you're looking at now, there is the Olmec statue of a guy clearly wearing a pressurized suit with controls, tubes on his chest, and six wings on the sides. This is the smoking gun to our ancestors having aviation tech thousands of years ago. Honestly, it does look very, <clears throat> they're not wrong. If, uh, if, if, and if so, this was a spacesuit looked at through the lens of an ancient person. I agree. Yes. I agree. But thinking in terms of modern day at that time, 
I also could see it being just a headdress, and a, you know, when they usually dance around the fires and stuff like that, mm-hmm. or when they do ceremonies, they always have like these big, elaborate outfits yes. and headdresses. I could see that being that. Yes, because Mayans and I don't know who the Olmec. Uh, worship, but a lot of it was serpent gods with feathers, the feathered serpent god, Google Khan, and all that. Yeah. So to me, I, I could see it being that. But tipteros, patados. Either way, it's something. Now we travel to Saint. No, not Saint. Sorry, Saint San Bernard. Augustine, Colombia, March twenty seventeen. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Colombia, March twenty seventh, twenty nineteen. All right. Childress is traveling again, folks. I get to go to the slide. You get to go to the slide. God, he is just, he is loving it. He is the happiest guy. <laughs> Joining him this week is Hindu historian <laughs> Praveen Mohan. He's so All right. Happy. Childress, I'll get to my jokes there. You, <laughs> you just keep staring. That's fine. Childress was there for about, uh, yeah. Childress was there many years ago and noticed a ton of Hindu symbolism. So he asked Praveen, Praveen, sorry, there's an R there. I'm, no glasses again, or no contacts. They're at the camp out, 4th of July party. Um, Praveen to join him on this trip to get his opinion. Mm-hmm. Praveen's heart is pounding to see the sights. Pounding so hard, I wrote, that he wore his seatbelt so that both straps were on his left arm, apparently. <laughs> I didn't even see that. Look at that guy. What the fuck? <laughs> He's, he put the lap strap over his fucking arm. Did too. I was, Safety first, I guess. I was watching this like, why is he strapping his right arm down? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I was more focused on the man in love. <laughs> and then my other note was, and you find you someone that look to look at you like Childress looks at Pravi. <laughs> That's why the right photo is there. He's so in love with He's that. just like. He's so, it's the, great, the greatest <laughs> great. smile. It is. It was just like five minutes of them talking, and Childress is just like, I can't do his look, but uh, he's like, it'll be in the video, I promise. And <laughs> Rafi's just sitting there with his arm, like, strapped to I think Childress actually kidnapped him and strapped him in there so I couldn't leave. I'm going to take you somewhere today. He goes, oh, please not. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, fucking great. <clears throat> I, I love that you didn't notice the, the seatbelt. So I'm like, oh, he's, he's already got the joke. But he didn't. Cool. I didn't. It was good. All right. This site is located deep in the Andy, Andean foothills of southern Colombia. Okay. And is home to more than over 500 megalithic statues of unknown origin. They were thought to date back to as many as 2,000 years ago. Okay. Childress is convinced that many of these statues show... Um, uh, Strong connections to that of the Olmec Olmec statues discovered more than one thousand five or one thousand six hundred miles north. Mm-hmm. This would show the first evidence that the Olmecs were in South America too. Mm-hmm. He also believes that many of the statues show even more connection to Hindu carvings and artwork found in India and Southern Asia. Mm-hmm. Praveen speaks here. Oh, a fig. Oh, please. Go to the next slide. They come up to a, uh, the, uh, this carving that you're about to see. Yep. And he says, oh, a figure holding a skull flanked by two other figures. This is so Hindu. Thank you, Praveen. All right. Uh, oh, my seatbelt's on wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he wasn't in the car right then. <laughs> he got out. 
Uh, Praveen centered himself, but not me. Mm-mm. All right, so in Buffalo the- Bills. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. In-, <laughs> in the picture, you see a, a center deity holding a skull and the two gatekeepers on either side with spears protecting the side deity. Southern Indian symbolism and... Ex- is that the right slide? I'm not sure which one I'm looking at here. So you have... I've got a bunch of big faces. To- <laughs> okay, go to the next slide. I got these out of order. I got that was face. supposed to be... Yeah, just go to the next one. All right, I've got a big old, big old head and two statues next to it. I think that's it. Okay. Time out. It would be slide six for me. Time out. <laughs> I wasn't looking anything up. I was just typing the keys here. Give me a second. <laughs> that brain is that itch is scratched. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, fuck me! Oh, just give me one second. <laughs> oh uh, uh, yeah. So the the many different cultures are the ones with the Benny faces, and it shows another picture of them. Those two slides were supposed to go before all the other ones. I'm sorry. All good. So number six is what I want to be on. Number six is what you want to be on on the left. Is Mexican flag. <laughs> hey, number six. All right. <clears throat> uh, El Perro outside. So, <laughs> so I just described it to you. Anyways, Roger that. Uh, main deity shows, uh, main deity shown in the center. If you go to full screen, you really can see it better. If yeah. I go to full screen, it ends the camera. <laughs> you are absolutely correct. Don't go to full screen. I did not. Okay. Uh, main deity shows is shown with fangs. This is typical of southern <laughs> India and Shiva, the destroyer god. Um, next slide. All right. All right. Do you got a? Eagle with fangs, or eagle holding a snake. No, I got like two dildo looking <laughs> figures. Who put this slideshow together? Go to the next one. Uh, We're gonna have to go back to that got slide. A fat ass eagle. There it is. Okay. Next, they move over to a, another statue. The statue is an eagle holding a snake in its talon and its 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 uh its Beep. mouth and its talons. Yeah. Yeah. Praveen pipes up. Wow. An eagle holding a snake in its beak and also holding a snake in its talons. This is classic Hindu iconology. This is Gruda holding a naga. Gesundheit. Thank you. (laughs) Well, you know. Uh, I had no joke to that, so. Sorry. (laughs) Well, you know, he says. Good enough. It's the only thing that would ever fit that. It's well, you know. There's a similar statue in <laughs> Vietnam in the place called Champa. Uh, then you can go to the next slide again, unless you see two dragons. Mexican flag. Nope, go back. <laughs> I can't remember what's on the slide. Sorry. Right, it's okay. I'm still looking at the eagle. Eagle on the left. Is there snakes on the right? There's a uh, a figure statue on the right that's got a snake draped around its, its shoulders <laughs> like it's wearing it to the Met Gala. To the Met Gala. Okay, thank you. This is the new Tommy Hill collection. All right. There's a similar statue in Vietnam in a place called Champa. In Hindu texts, there are two different races. The 
the gar- Garuda, Jesus Christ. The groovy the, ones. And the groovy ones and the dipshits. <laughs> <laughs> the Garuda, which come from a planet up above the sky, which are depicted by the eagles. And okay. the Vietnam one is the one on the right, by the way. Roger that. The other is the Naga. <laughs> Gotta be careful when you say that. <laughs> just realized that when I said that out loud. Yes, sir. Uh, the other is the Naga. <laughs> it still is like killing me. Can I call it something else? The NAGA, Naga, which is a reptilian skin like, ska- ah, fuck me, snake like, shape shifting being that lives underground. Does that sound like something else that we, you know, talked about before? No episodes yet. Yes. Yes, yes, like, yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Reptilian. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, baby. Fun fact. This 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 symbol <laughs> this symbolism of a eagle with a snake in its mouth, beak I should say, its mm-hmm. beak and its talons, is also on the Mexican flag today. I know that slide. Yeah. That's classic Hindu uh iconology right there <laughs> on the Mexican flag. Actually it is. Um, or it's just, well, they don't have eagles and snakes in Mexico, so it's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Nope. That's Hindu. They they say all this shit was like certainty. Like this is Hindu. Yes. Or not. It's Icelandic lore, actually. So if you could do me a favor, since we already passed it, the slide that has all the faces. Yeah. All right. That's the one that shows Chinese, that shows African, that shows uh, Vietnamese. They do have many statues, but shows different races, it looks yeah, like. Yeah. Now, if you go to the slide after that, they try to compare this with Hindu. Now, look at those two statues. Yeah. How similar do they look to you? That's question, my question. Not nearly at all. Yeah. Yeah? Am I right yeah. or wrong? Uh, the nose looks similar, and then everything else looks completely different. Yeah. It's... And even the nose is different. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, so think, that's what you, they're trying to connect. Well, if you look at it too, the the one on the left is very um, two dimensional type, and like obviously, yes, it does have yeah. protrusion stuff. It's very two dimensional shape. The eyes, it's more of just line carving. Yeah. Uh, whereas the one on the right has depth and structure and yes. contours and. So shapes. it's even different styles. But yes. Even going out of the style, still though, like the faces don't look faces similar. Are to different, me. very different. So to me, I, I don't know what they were trying to get at there. I think they're trying to. Connect A and B and skipping over C. And I said that wrong. Trying to connect A and C and skipping over B type of deal. Yeah. I don't know uh, what I was going with that. I'm, I'm getting hot and it's getting to me. Yes, me too. Childress states that the Gruda is a symbolism of the flight and spaceships that they use to come to this location from India. It is so obvious that there was some sort of high technological civilization here. So where's this evidence? So where's the evidence of ancient Hindus traveling across the Pacific Ocean in flying art crafts? Art crafts. <laughs> Aircrafts. <laughs> ancient astronaut thinkers. Thinkers. Ancient, <laughs> ancient astronaut theorists think it exists <laughs> and has been tested already to prove this. This is pretty cool, by the way. All right. I'm excited. Uh, when we then move, I didn't mean when, we then move to another structure of a deity flanked by two gatekeepers. I think you can go to the next slide. Let me know if that happens. 
I have the yes, I have one with two gatekeepers. Yep. Okay. These gatekeepers though have these that ah, these two gatekeepers though have scales and look like they have hoods on top of their heads like cobras. Whoa. If you can see them. Yeah. I know it's a tiny photo because yeah. you can't blow it up. No, I can see All it. Right. I got it. Cobras do not exist in the Americas. True, true story. Snakes, snakes do. but I'm struggling to see the cobra part of it, but yeah. I, I am too. They outlined it in the actual show, but I'd, I'd rather not have the outline on there. Anyways, how did they get here? And they're again in... Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> how did this get here? And there again is many depictions of Southeastern Asia's countries. Southeastern Asian countries. He shows a picture of a temple in Thailand that has two Nagas statues guarding it. Uh, I think that's on the same side you're on, right? Uh, I have, co- uh, not Cobras, I have the one with the two gatekeepers on the yes. left. And then on the right, I have a bunch of dragon snake looking yes. ones. Yes, okay. So there's... Also, feathered serpents like Kukulkan mm-hmm. statue. Our next slide. And the statues flanking the pyramid of? Teotihuacan. Chichen Itza. Oh. You should, did you go to the next slide? No. Oh, that's why I said you can go to the next there slide. There he is. I saw him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I stood next to that guy. It's pretty dope. <clears throat> God, it was so cool. Ancient astronaut theorists believe that Kukulkan is not depicted not depicting a serpent. It's not depicted anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> He's not depicted as a serpent, though, but a spaceman wearing a space suit in his spaceship. Go to the next slide, Lennon. They see the presence of a human face often emerging from the mouth of the oh, serpent as shit. a helmeted astronaut, similar to the Bomanas. Bumblebee tuna. I love Bumblebee. Sorry. <laughs> Similar to a Bomama. Bo- bo- <laughs> 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 We're going to get 10 yards wrong. <laughs> you know that part we thought we'd done? Yeah, yeah. no, we're going to keep going. <laughs> Similar to a Bomama. Bomana. 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 Similar to a Bomana in Hindu tradition. All right. They then talk about. The difference between bo- the different Bomama. <laughs> Here we go again. Okay. I practice a God's name out the wazoo, but fucking Bomanas, I can't say. Bonan. No. Bo- <laughs> Bomanas. <It>, banana. Are- <laughs> <laughs> Not that hard. <laughs> Bomanas in Hindu are like flying crafts. All right. They then talk about different Bomanas that are tubular or cigar shaped. <laughs> dude. And finally, the Chikuna. Chikuna. Ah, that's right, because I was thinking Hakuna Matata. See, okay, anyways. Word finally, the Chikuna Bomana. He <laughs> <laughs> said that, and I was like, Hakuna Matata. <laughs> the Chikuna Bomana. Please go to the next slide. What that has it? wings and a tail. This right. leads to an account in the 1900s of a... You looking at the one with the wings and the tail fin? It's got a lighthouse on top? Yeah. 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 To me, that looks like a boat. What does it look like to you? It looks like a boat to me. Yeah. Well, that's a flying ship, apparently. Okay. Aircraft. Awesome. Yep. I don't know. It's very aerodynamic. It really is. <laughs> what ship don't... Or what airplane don't you know that has a big rod at the center? <laughs> Anyways. 
This leads to into the account of the early 1900s of the gold one found gold Bahamana found by some tomb robbers near a river in Colombia. Next slide. Oh, I've seen this mofo before. This is awesome. Georgioism. Uh, and final Georgioism. Uh-huh. 17 early 17 early 17 Earl. Hold on. 17 eerie looking modern day airplanes mm. is what they look like. Yes. The wings are attached at the bottom. Birds have their wings attached where we have our shoulders. Yes. So no formation in the animal kingdom exists in the form of these statues. Unless they're upside down. Unless they're upside down. <laughs> that still wouldn't make sense because you flip it upside down. Why is the tail fin down? It's a boat. <laughs> it's a boat. He says. That's a rudder. <laughs> it's a, uh, I'm just going to keep reminding you. Or uh, whatever. In 1996, two engineers took a couple of shits. I'm joking. Probably. <laughs> Statistically, yes. Uh, all jokes aside, in 1996, two engineers took a couple of these, made them larger, and put a propeller on them, threw them up in the air, and they crashed. No, they flew. Next slide, please. I don't have a video of it. Sorry. There's but. a there's screen grabs of a video yep. of a plane flying. Yes. That's so on this one still. It actually... Oh, that's the one then. All right, yeah. yeah. They uh they actually flew and they were showing a video of it just flying around. And I thought that was pretty cool. It is dope. It literally is exact. They just blew it up to a bigger thing and then they put a propeller on it. That's really cool. Um, so that gets a little more credence to the fact of it flying. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, old Baktu lost his fucking job of running and nah. then he started, <laughs> they started flying everywhere. And waka waka. <laughs> Sits on a boat now. He's a captain. Oh, Captain ca- Waka Waka. Captain Waka Waka. First mate, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin? Kevin, the first mate. Kevin. He's actually a pineapple. <laughs> He's uh, been a pineapple this whole time. <laughs> oh, man. They put, it's, it's like uh, Wilson from Castaway. Yes. Now we shift to a character in the Hindu text called Maya. I don't think you have any more slides, do you? I do. I have three more slides. You do? Okay, well, we'll get there. <laughs> Just be patient. Now we shift to a character in the Hindu text called Maya. As proof that these figurines are representations of what the Hindu people on the other side of the world call Bomanas. In Hindi, in Hindi, in Hindu, Maya means illusion or God of illusion. And this was given to the Hindu king, uh, a Hindu king, not the Hindu king. There wasn't just one. Okay. Uh, because he was able to create these ma- magical illusions. Maya was born of divine god Bomanas. No, Brahman. Yep, shit. Brahman. He's, he's I saw a B word and I got excited. Born of Brahman. <laughs> Brahman noodles. <laughs> he, it's all capitalized. He was a great magician and invented the great flying machines, uh, per report, mm-hmm. per text, I guess. It wouldn't be reports, would it? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't born on Earth, so he was obviously an extraterrestrial. Maybe Maya traveled out of India and went to Mexico in his flying Bahama. Bomana. Mm-hmm. Bahama. Mayans have a book called Popovu. In it, they talk of a specific god that came from the east. Is this the same God 
that both cultures are talking about. Did the Mayan civilization adopt his name? Is this the wild one? Hey, don't. <laughs> um, what do you mean the wild one? The hard name. We're getting there. Yeah. Um, so Maya. Yes. The god that came from the sky. Yep. Which said to have traveled. And then the Mayans said that that god, their god, that they were named after came from the east. east. Which is pretty interesting. That is interesting. So, could it be him and his Bomana? Maybe. Praveen says, They chose this site in Colombia to settle down because it is similar to a location in India, next slide, where their temples are built. They both are on a river where two others flow into it, and the only way to know that the, yeah, to know this is to fly in the sky, apparently. Yeah. Apparently, using boats wasn't enough even... Apparently, using boats wasn't even a thought, ancient alien theorists. They had to travel in plane. No other way to have seen a river that all connects. No, there's only two places in the world that happens. <laughs> only two. <laughs> Nowhere else. Not a coincidence. This was a fact. Of course. The last statue they examine is what Childress calls some sort of spaceman wearing a helmet and visor. Next slide, please, if you haven't gone there. I'm looking. He has two rectangular eyes and a rectangular mouth. They made sure to point that out. Yeah, he's got a gimp mask on. No nose, holding a power staff. A power staff? That's what Childress said. Panveen. What the fuck? Praveen notes that the staff looks like a cylindrical... That the staff looks... That the staff looks like a cylinder... That extends below his feet and into the ground. To me, well, what is, hold on. Before I say what it looks like, what do you think that statue looks like to you? Um, Does it look like someone mining the earth? Does it look like a spaceman holding a power staff? Something else? It's just some dude holding a stick. <laughs> Possibly. Maybe he's wearing be, a mask and it, he has a flute. Could have, oh, have been like a fucking walking stick. Maybe he has a bum knee or something. Right? Uh, to me, it looks like a stripper on a pole or just a person holding oh, a staff. Maybe. Standing on a rock that it was built from. That's true. Yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know where they're coming up with all these. It's a power staff, damn it. Nope. He's digging for ore. We'll find out in a second. Okay, you ready for this, God? Yeah. Praveen mentions a god with a name that I'm going to absolutely butcher. Yep, here we go. Swindakaldaba. Betawa. Swindakata Betawa. There you go. Swindakata Betawa. Nice. Swindak Swedina Karda Betawa. One of those have got to be right. We're moving on. <laughs> god of gold. That I. Uh, he's the god of gold. Sorry. All right. <clears throat> he's the god of gold. And yep. I cannot find him, by the way. Okay. So I looked, and the only god of gold in Hindu I see is a god named Kubera. So I'm thinking that. Uh, Old Praveen was having a stroke, <laughs> all right? And they were recording, and they said, that's a hell of a name. Meanwhile, this poor soul is like, I'm fucking dying. I smell toast. This <laughs> wasn't a lot of katabetawa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They were out in the, the woods, too, as they always are, so maybe a bee stung them, and his tongue swelled up. That's never fun. Hey, speaking of bees stinging, that's yeah. kind of not really funny. 
I was planning on making this joke yeah. before you got stung by being swelled up. That's but, a hey, synchronicity. Oh, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, though, this guy used a tool called the Kila by going into the ground and mining for gold. Children got excited by the possibility of this probe gold detecting rod thing yep. that Praveen didn't describe it as. And yeah, Childress called it a gold detecting rod. And Praveen said it's a mining tool for gold. Well, it's evidence a gold detecting rod. Absolutely. It, it's absolute certainty. Uh, and said this, maybe this is the extraterrestrials that is guiding them. Mm. extraterrestrial that is guiding them. Sure. One guy, because it's not many statues. Yeah. In 1996, Zachariah Sitchin published a book called The Twelfth Planet, where he translated and interpreted the writings of Earth's earliest known civilization. Do you know who they are? Well, it was thought to be the Sumerians. The Sumerians is what we're talking about. Okay. Um, according to Sitchin, the beings talked about in writings called the Anunnaki mm -hmm. were beings from another planet. Planet Nibiru. Who? Planet Nibiru. Is that true? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, that's what's speculated. The more you know. The 12th planet. Or not 12th planet. What is it? 12th planet. You're right. Yeah. Yep, uh, Nibiru is okay. the 12th planet. That's uh, what it's called. Sorry, I, I didn't realize that. It's all good. I like it. They created humans as their slaves this is their, their, sorry, hold on. This is their, their theory. They created humans as their slaves to mine the gold needed to power their spacecrafts. Okay. We really took a jump there, but whatever. Yeah. Apparently now we need gold to power spacecraft. I've heard that in many other things, too. <clears throat> you have? It, yeah. Um, other types of theories and stuff is that gold was to power spacecrafts. Okay. I don't know how. But don't ask me. This is the first I've actually heard of it. Oh, yes. Well, Childress explains that this place in Colombia is a gold-abundant place. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for gold, this is the place to come. So mm -hmm. let's go to fucking Colombia, baby. All righty. Are the statues found in Colombia proof that what Stitchin, Sitchin theory is true? What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think there's an extra what in there. It, are the statues found in Colombia proof that Stitchin's theory is true, and that the ancient race, that an ancient race of people traveled from Asia to America from a previous, for a precious metal they were taught to consider sacred? Hmm? Childress and Praveen now go on a fun theory ride of certainty. These extraterrestrials came over from Asia in their flying ships, sent a fleet across the ocean, and brought their power tools to mine the gold here in Colombia. And when they were done, or when they were not mining, they were creating these amazing statues. Uh, all said with absolute certainty. Also, why don't we make some cool statues when we're mining for shit? Like... Out of rock. I don't, right. I don't get it. Be dope. It fun. seems to be the thing to do. I guess. Get so. all these ancient technology and shit. And you're like, I want to make a statue over there. No, I'm really feeling the statue today, boys. <laughs> Let's take 100 years to carve it. All right, I know we just moved all this rock, but we need to make a statue. Now, hear me out. What if? <laughs> what if you make a statue of me? <laughs> Could it be? <laughs> <laughs> the Cham in Vietnamese 
are thought in Vietnam are thought to be the middleman in maritime transaction between South Asia and the New World, uh, particularly South America. So now we are saying that they used boats and not spaceships because isn't maritime about boating? It is. All right, I was I, there was a note for myself to ask you. It is I was pretty sure, but that is the word for it. All right. Why is there no evidence found to support the mass migrations on a large scale that had been taking place centuries ago and with the help of extraterrestrial technology? Asian astronaut theorists believe the answer dates back to the 18th to the 16th century to the Spanish slaughtering the Mayans and the deliberate destruction of their culture. We're bringing it back around. Mm-hmm. They believe the destruction wasn't as thorough as we all were made to believe. Mm-hmm. We, now we travel to the vast li- libraries of the Vatican, where those thieves kept keep all the writings. And all the secrets from other stuff. Scrolls and books they stole in their secret library called the Secret Archives. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't sure if we should keep the thieves part, you know? I'm fine Vaticans with are strong. We don't want to fuck with them. Call it what it is. <clears throat> Bitches. The Catholic Church made a big show of destroying the old religion with big bonfires of books. At the same time, the Catholic Church was trying to accumulate knowledge. Did some of these texts make it back to the Vatican? Lynn Picknett, some historian that I've never seen before, states the people often say all the Vatican does is destroy things, Mm -hmm. when in reality, they don't on the whole. What they do is they hide it. What kind of other organization in the world is known to have an archive that is actually called the Secret Archive? Mm-hmm. It might be, it might decay. Away, the books might decay away, but at least they have control of it, and that's the most important thing. The Vatican is always about control. Mm-hmm. The Vatican is full of secrets. It doesn't want the average person to know or yep. find out about. Ancient astronaut theorists believe that the churches. Motivation was to hide the proof of the organization, not the organization called the Mayan, sorry, <laughs> of the origins of the Mayan civilization and others that have existed thousands of years earlier. The Mayan civilization couldn't only be traced to other continents, but could they have been traced to other planets? Many ancient astronaut theorists believe that if the proof exists about cross Pacific migration and alien visitation, that it would be have posed a serious threat to the Catholic hierarchy steeped in the bigotry and intolerance of the Inquisition. Nice. Yeah, good? Yeah. If this theory holds true, where... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This kind of goes with your question. Sorry. If this theory holds true, what then happened to the extraterrestrial visitors? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Insert London's little (laughs) awesome sentence that I agree with. Either way, many new artifacts and locations have been revealed. In February of 2018 through March of 2019, archaeologists made a number of incredible discoveries in Mexico alone. Mm-hmm. Mayan artifacts were found in Teotihuacan, previously thought to have only been inhabited by the Aztecs. Mm-hmm. 200 more artifacts were found in the hidden in a hidden cave under Chichen Itza. Mm-hmm. And LIDAR scanning uncovered an ancient city under oops down too far. Under the dense jungle that is the size of Manhattan. Hmm. Fucking giant. Mm-hmm. We now close with one last Georgia.
we only we have only now begun a new era of discovery and he predicts thousands as of yet undiscovered sites have finally and will finally see the light of day if you have a puzzle with a thousand pieces and this makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. in order to see the final picture you don't need to lay down a thousand pieces if you lay down 980 pieces he guarantees you will see the bigger picture oh, yeah. and that is true it is as uh, puzzle way of putting it puzzle people doing it yeah that's it's puzzle people doing it sorry as We're puzzle people big puzzle guys yeah <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> Got one in there. Um, yeah, it makes complete sense. Yes. You don't need all the pieces together to form a story. But let's not jump to conclusions like they seem to always do. Yeah, sure, you Especially can do it Especially in this of, episode. Yeah, sure, you can do it off 980, but you sure can't do it off of two. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I find that a very fascinating episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, um, yeah. All right, bro. See him out. See him out. Well, ladies, gentlemen, squatches and Spanish conquistadors <laughs> that fucking steal shit. <laughs> Goddamn Vatican. Did you kiss the money? I did. <laughs> so I thought you were liking it I or laughing at it. I was because I thought this was what you did. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode. Share a kiss. Kiss it on your phone. <laughs> if you would like to reach out to us and let us know your thoughts or opinions, you can do so by finding us on Instagram, Reddit, Facebook, and on our YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button for auto downloads to listen first thing every Monday morning because you need us in your ear holes on your boring drive in or just whenever, you know. All time, all the could time, be cooking. Time. You could be cooking dinner. Could be working else. out. That's why I listen to us. Oh, you listen to us. I don't. Thank I, you. <laughs> I mean, I do because I have to. Yes. Yeah, that sounds bad. Still, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. I don't blow our stats. It's all, all good. It's all good. Thank you to all of our Patreon members who help keep this podcast a reality. Yes, thank you. We are grateful for your continued support. If you haven't yet become a member, would like what to the fuck are you us, doing? Right, join now. Head over to our Patreon, and if you're feeling a little classy, check out our merch section on our website to visually show your support to your friends and family. Get a lot of great stuff up there. And now that we're back, Not, yeah, back for a couple of weeks till we actually go on vacation. But Again. yes, <laughs> uh, we got some more. Maybe we'll have some more stuff up there. Who knows? Yes, sir. Um, I can see clearly now the glasses are on. Drop us a five-star rating and write us a review. Tell us what you love and how you're enjoying the show. Share us on your socials. Tell your crypto-loving friends and family about us. Subscribe. Or people that like to laugh. Yeah, or anybody in general, yeah. Hit the bell on YouTube and like the videos. That will help us, as well as all of this helps us to grow and bring you even more great content for you to enjoy. And expand and maybe get out of this fucking bedroom. Yes. That would help. It would help. It would help. Join us next Monday for our next incredible episode. You may write us, rate us, review us, but remember to always stay curious, be vigilant, and don't touch my Sasquatch. Don't do it. He's flying around with uh, Cinda Quenda Betawa. The sexy woman. Yeah, sexy woman. Peace. See ya. I forgot about the peace. <laughs> All good. See ya. Yeah. 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 Don't touch my Sasquatch. This will not be an episode I say yeah 17 times. We never have those. Yeah. I did it. No. Whoopsies. Oops. Sexy woman. Sexy woman. I got my eye on you. Wazowski. God damn it. Just get in front of the camera. (laughs) (laughs) You blew me in the face. Just all I could think of when that guy got yeah. Hodor, 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 Who Hodor. Is this? Yeah, it's fucking hot. In this There's no dying my nuts off. <laughs>
I'm sweating my nuts off, not dying them. <laughs> yeah, they're blue now. That totally gets cut from everything. Of course, I got you. Though. Why the fuck didn't I do that? <laughs> How did I not catch that? Buffalo Bills! <laughs> I skipped a whole paragraph after the Mexican flag. At the possibility that of this probe golding digging shika fucking dick mother shit whore. God damn it, I messed that line up. Yeah! Jesus Christ, Josh. Mm -hmm. Recording so we can get the AC on. Get going. I love it. 